presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast here on Spotify and all of your favorite podcast networks. Scotty Via, Paralegal Mike, we're back with another fantastic episode of the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Paralegal Mike, how are you, pal? You know, it's a summer week, Scotty Via. Yes, I uh, I came in real hot there. You know, every show we try to be hyped you, up. You did. You but... you did come in real hot, mm-hmm. but I know your feelings are the same as mine in this week. Yes. You were the one to break the news to me. We're all wrestling fans here, so I'm sure we all know. But uh, for any new listeners uh, out there that are just checking out the show, tragedy struck the wrestling world on Tuesday night. Uh, it came down that Jay Briscoe, one half of the Briscoe brothers from Ring of Honor, uh, had passed away. Uh, he died in a car accident, unfortunately, and leaving behind uh, a wife and two children. And uh, very shocked. He was only 38 years old. Um, from the police reports that had come out, uh, someone else had crossed the center line, and it was a head-on collision, unfortunately. Uh, the driver of the other vehicle passed away as well. Um, uh, just crushingly sad, uh, and, and obviously love thoughts, prayers to all that are involved, uh, all the friends and family of obviously Jay Briscoe and as well as the other person that was in the other vehicle. Uh, Mike, really, really tough wrestling week. As everyone saw on our socials, you're right. You're right. It's very tough. And in a year where I saw nothing but momentum for damn boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And obviously we know FTR, we are fan favorites of FTR, but yeah, it was tough to hear. Very tough to hear. You know, we go from having a tremendous AEW last uh, last week where they were in L.A. Uh, with probably either 
the best dynamite I think I've ever seen. Um, SmackDown's on fire. Raw is doing really well. We're in we're in Rumble and Mania season. Wrestling fans are happy. They're excited. There's a lot of amazing things going on, and then something like this kind of brings everybody uh, back to reality. And these are human and, beings. And you know, you said it best. Bring it, bring it back to reality, mm-hmm. and wrestling fans around the world and writers alike really have the right outpour towards mm. us it it was mentioned on nxt it was and i wish that uh certain certain companies knew how big of a deal it was mm-hmm. and we're going to get into that shortly but it was a crushing crushing blow to the wrestling world yeah really really tough um you had mentioned nxt so he passed away on tuesday the news had come out Tuesday night as NXT was going on. And the Briscoes have never really worked for World Wrestling Entertainment. I believe they were in FCW nope. for a little bit before NXT. Um, but, uh, yeah, never featured on WWE TV or anything like that. They've been indie darlings and whatnot. Um, they had even mentioned that, you know, Jay Briscoe had passed away. And they nixed, uh, they, they cut out a segment uh, of the show that, was originally planned for the New Day to hold a, a funeral for another tag team's aspirations for their tag team pedals. And they, you know, Shawn Michaels and the NXT team wisely cut that segment out and made their television show work a different way, which was great. That's, to see. It, it, it's, it's business. Like, we, we know. Mm-hmm. It is. But it was a thing world this week. Mm-hmm. And, and I think everyone felt it. We we they all cry on Twitter. Obviously, you saw our socials. We were very much so on on it. Scotty yeah. Via, kudos to you for the post. It it, it sucks. It it really it really does. Um, especially with the amount of uh, talent that has gone through Ring of Honor at one point or another, uh, or worked indie shows that uh, the Briscoes have been on. Uh, nothing but amazing things about, you know, the man uh, that was Jay Briscoe. Um, Jammin Pugh was his real name, his government name, as they say yep. in the business, his government name. But um, uh, you hear it a lot, <laughs> unfortunately, when, when uh, you know, a wrestler passes away, especially at a young age like like this, that, yeah, they're a great wrestler and they're, they're you know, one of the boys kind of thing, but uh, they're a family man. And that's the number one thing that everyone has picked up on from, every post that any pro wrestler has put out there on social media. And that's, that's great to see. I don't think anyone ever doubted it, but it's nice to see that there's that other connection other than, you know, we just work together in a wrestling ring. Um, So really, really tough week. Uh, When I saw it, I was like, just the first tweet I saw about it was actually Shawn Michaels, you know, giving condolences to the Briscoes. And like I'd said to you, I was like, Oh man, did, did Gerald Briscoe pass away? He's up there in age, but uh, you know, quick scroll and you're like, it's Jay Briscoe. Are you, are you sure? Is this right? And then it, it, you see the tweet from Tony Khan who owns the ring of honor brand and AEW, obviously, but um, yeah, just pure shock and call you, let you know. And then you just kind of, you're stuck to your Twitter screen scrolling to see the reaction and, and, and it sucks. It's, it's terrible. It's so sad. But you were 
you were good to bring that to light to me. And guess what? The wrestling community really stepped up it in a way that was wholesome and yes. heartfelt. Because when one of your own is lost, you show nothing but support. And we are doing the same. Obviously, we feel for the family. We're wrestling fans first and foremost. Know that now. But it was great to see the love for a Jay Briscoe. And, really and this podcast, obviously, is is dedicated to to that very person, Jay Briscoe, and to your family. We hope nothing but the best moving forward. It's a terrible situation, and we we feel for everyone involved. Yeah, it's uh, really tough. Um, but it, like you said, the outpouring is was wholesome and you know heart touching. It was great to see everyone from you know the main event style wrestlers to people that maybe shared a locker room with them once or just a signing with them, uh, sharing their their stories and their feedback, things like that. It was it was fantastic to see. Um, you know, you you think about the tag team, the Briscoes, it was Jay and Mark, yeah, two brothers, guys that loved wrestling. Uh, I believe they debuted for Ring of Honor when they were 17 and 18. Very uh, young. Yep. Very young. And you, you, you've you seen a lot of the clips on online uh, of those guys, you know, getting their first matches in on Ring of Honor and things like that. And they're, they're kids, right? They're 17, 18 year olds. To see them go through, uh, you know, being young boys in the business to, Main event caliber, uh, probably the only true pro wrestlers that, for whatever reasons, weren't given a chance in a in a in a top tier company in North America. They are the guys, and it wasn't because of talent, wrestling ability, promos, anything like that. It unfortunately was because of certain things that were said when they were younger that they've done nothing but apologize for ever since. And they, they grew and learned from that. And they, I believe they just accepted that's the way it's going to be right now. And they didn't let that hold them back. They still put out match of the year after match of the year after match of the year, pretty much every time they were in the ring, any report you see of the Briscoes from the past, how many years it was, you need to watch this match. So I can't imagine what his brother is going through obviously on the the family side and then on the wrestling side like it doesn't matter right now but when the time comes to think about a career going forward if he wants to continue pursuing wrestling what's that going to look like for mark you know obviously the wrestling world will welcome him with open arms because why wouldn't they but you know that's a bridge that'll be crossed much much farther down the line but it's tough knowing that Jay Briscoe is, is gone and has left behind a, a wife and two very young children. That's that's right. He he has left someone behind and we wish nothing but the best yeah. for the family going forward. And we know there's important surgeries involved, but it is a sad situation. And again, this podcast is 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 going out to Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and wrestling fans alike, you should you should know we we are there with you. 
we we understand how serious the situation is and it hurts it hurts the whole industry do yourself a favor go watch a briscoe's match go go watch a briscoe's match you best thing you could have said please yeah. go there is numerous ways to watch them but also it's if if we're talking ring of honor we're we're talking the briscoes it, it it sucks it sucks a lot mm-hmm. yeah. and you you brought it to light and as much as everyone thinks like oh you guys must think this is really good for recording sure maybe uh, but so last podcast we, i want to do is about talking about a wrestler that's passed they you're right you're 100 right but for us we um said nothing but love to the family mm-hmm. And to those in the wrestling community who are suffering the way we are. But that being yeah. said, we are we're gonna continue on in love for Jay Briscoe. Yep. Because you know what? As much as they were dim boys, so are we. <laughs> yeah. And if there's one thing we assume Jay Briscoe would love is that the show must go on. And we decided that we are gonna go on. As well as a lot of his colleagues and uh, the company that he worked for. Ring of Honor, uh, Tony Khan announced that they're doing a tribute show. Uh, they're doing a few different shows uh, dedicated to Jay. I believe they recorded one this week, which will air on Ring of Honor's YouTube channel for free, as well as yes. if you have um, the Ring of Honor streaming service. Uh, they won't put that behind a paywall as well. You can just go to the website and watch that. Uh, as of this recording, we don't have a date for when that goes up yet, but it, it is coming. Uh, so her read just headlines of you know good wrestling and a lot of great memories shared from a lot of the boys and the girls in the back that had a chance to uh to work with and meet uh the wonderful jay briscoe well said and also getting into it now um i'll be the one to say it um scotty v as you know is the one who plays it politically correct but um shame on you warner for what happened on dynamite yep i listen the man made a mistake 10 years ago. Um, if there's one thing I could tell you is that people are going to make mistakes in life. Mm-hmm. And this man apologized for his mistakes <laughs> and he did very vocally. And it sucks that you still have to suffer even after you're not here. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed and mad. Very. At a company who doesn't realize that, yes, the man made a mistake, but he was very open and honest about his mistake and apologized thoroughly. And, he deserves all the respect in the world. And I think it is embarrassing that a TV, a TV show was held back by a giant company because of something that he had apologized for. We get it. We're allies here on the in my house pro wrestling mm-hmm. podcast we love every walk of life and jay briscoe also realized that he loves every walk of life and he apologized and paid paid for the things he said but he deserves every little bit of respect and i just felt like it wasn't given and it sucks but the best thing is is that there is teams out there who let his legacy live on as we saw on Dynamite, the Young Bucks knew. Mm-hmm. And they used moves that paid tribute to to that team, and rightfully so. But 
he deserved better. And I think going forward in this day and age, you should be able to realize when someone apologizes and knows they did wrong. So we can honor their life properly. So for our fans, I hope you're there with us because we are there too. We are, we're allies. We are, stand with every walk of life ever. But this was not great. Not a great way to handle someone's passing. Yeah. So for Warner Brothers, I say shame on you. I'll stand by that comment. Mm-hmm. But shame on you. It's the loss of life for someone who was truly sorry. And you could say it's bullshit all you want. Like the internet will be up in arms. But I I do believe he was sorry for the things he had said a decade ago. And let me remind you, it was a decade ago. He was a different person a decade ago. And he did go out of his way to apologize for those things. So just remember that. And remember that this man had a family and he has children who are in trouble and they're not doing well. So if you're willing to sit there and point the finger, remember this man had a family who is also not doing well. And we hope to God that they pull through because as a wrestling community, we need this. And I don't know about you, Scotty. I'm just saying for myself, I have never been more embarrassed for a big company ever in my entire life. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, When it comes to what Time Warner did, um, they they handcuffed a company. They they did, and I think I I really hope when uh, the time comes, I hope Tony Khan holds them a little bit responsible too. I I think I you know what it's rock and a hard place mm-hmm. uh, for a Tony Khan, and we and we love we love the business, but we know that there's rules you have to follow when it comes to network TV and this kind of thing. But I I'm with you. I I do hope. Tony Khan holds them responsible for not for not giving someone who I would look at as arguably one of the best tag teams ever mm-hmm. to not get their due. But yeah. it's it's beyond that. We just we feel for the families. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of loss involved and it's it's heartbreaking for us here at the In My House Pro Wrestling podcast. There's no good side to any of this. Um, but one thing that I did, um, you know, it, 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 it made me feel really, uh, good reading a lot of these stories, a lot of these comments from, uh, pro wrestlers that have had, uh, uh, shared locker rooms, shared rings, shared signings with, um, one of my favorites was actually from Big E who had very brief, if not very few interactions with the, the Briscoes. But the one thing that he had said was when the new day was, you know, starting to become a tag team and getting put together they watched Briscoe's matches and to look at what a real tag team does in this day and age of wrestling. And you could say they borrowed, you could say they stole whatever the terminology you want to use is, but they, they took things from their matches and incorporated that into new day matches to make their matches more exciting and better to make them gel more as a tag team. And I thought that was very cool uh, and something I'd never heard before. Um, I think it's kind of, Maybe it's taboo to talk about that in public uh, for the fans to see uh, because then everyone just says, oh, you're just stealing this guy's work and gimmick and moves and whatnot. But 
um i liked seeing that 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 was yeah. a really 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 cool tweet to see from uh from biggie about uh jay and, and the briscoes it was the big one was that even the outcry from the fed in a way that we would have never saw yeah was so heartwarming mm-hmm. there were so many pro wrestlers who stepped up to the plate in this kind of moment to realize that we lost a good one yeah it 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 showed that this community is great and we love you guys for that as well like i said try not to speak for scotty ever but for us here at the in my house pro wrestling podcast we we love that the community came together in the way it did over the events that happened it's really great like i said the win was when i said i'm like they brought it up on nxt mm-hmm. and, and also i will say this now and forever um to hunter our fan paul Levesque, mm-hmm. this was the best move you could have made you care about the business in a way that makes us happy as wrestling fans and thank you yeah thank you for letting your people speak out about this because we we love you jake we love them boys but ultimately we hope the family is okay yeah and i know it's a somber way to start start the pod i know everyone's gonna say like oh ever wrestling podcast talk of course they are mm. of course they're they're talking about this but for us when you lose someone like that, a true talent, you you have to show respect and bring them to light. Yeah. And he was arguably, like I said, in in the last year, especially with what they did with FTR, mm. one of the most special tag teams on the planet. So for us, it's nothing but love moving forward. So I hope all of you are with us listeners. And remember that when you're with your loved ones tonight, just enjoy those little moments because it shows how important life is. Gonna said it better, pal. Like you said, many times the show is dedicated to Jay Briscoe and his memory. And uh, if you're watching a Briscoe's match, let us know what you're watching. You know, the socials, please mm-hmm. let us know at in my house pod. Let us know. You send us some gems that we can look up as well. Send us the link. Uh, we're going to be doing the same thing, watching uh, Briscoe's matches here throughout the weekend and going into the next week. And let's be honest, we're going to be watching those matches forever because they're fantastic, hard-hitting. And when you put things in perspective to see what those guys put their bodies through, much like every professional wrestler, but right now it's very much of like this this guy with his brother. I, I, I'm, I'm basically referencing back to the dog collar match. Look what they put their yeah. bodies through to entertain us, to make us you're, excited. You're happy. Wrong. I'd say this to all the CZW fans when they were in the singlets we mm. know yep. to the ring of honor fans where they were slowly becoming dim boys we're there with you every step of the way and again please at in my house pod let us know your favorite briscoe's moments please let them be heard because we can't forget the talent that jay was and thank you jay yes. thank thank you jay for making us believe it's so hard to transition into it's not but but i'd say but i'd also know he would want Mm -hmm. the show to go on so scott by all means please let's have the show go on because the title of this show will be behind jay Mm -hmm. but 
there's wrestling to talk. And yeah. He was a professional wrestler who would want wrestling to be to be talked about. And we'll do that. Uh, so Scott, will. please what are we what are we going into on the in my house pod? Uh, we're gonna go into what we discussed uh, off air a little while ago, but uh, we're talking about FTR there for a second. It, it I forgot to bring it up to you. Uh, Dax on his podcast last week had said that FTR is going away for a little while, that's, and, and that's not a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I don't either. But here's where it gets interesting. Here's um, a Scotty V out. They build them up, cool them down. <laughs> well, it, it's it's almost an unknown ending, Mike, because. They said they're going to take some time off and they not be back, may not be back until April. But then he also said, and he said he got uh, the okay from Tony Khan to talk about this. Their contracts with AEW are up in April. So yeah. they don't know where they're going to be popping up again. Uh, no, right now they we... have to say AEW because they're contracted to them. But where will they end up? And do you think that with the passing of Jay Briscoe, that this will impact whether they go back to AEW slash Ring of Honor. Will they just call it a year? Will they just, you know, take even more time, or will they be popping up, you know, AEW Ring of Honor or the Fed sometime in 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 the spring? I uh, I think the Fed is out now. I think this was the. I don't want to say nail in the coffin because it's poor timing, but um. If you're going to wrestle and be a pro wrestler, I think there's a space for it. And I think it's AEW, and I think they will stay in AEW. I'm going the other way, actually. I think they go back to... Now, I think the we talked about it on last week's pod, Scott, and mm-hmm. with Vince McMahon being back. Um, when FTR was there under the Vince McMahon reign, they weren't used properly. I think now more than ever, if there's a legacy to be held up and these guys in a year where FTR was the hottest they've ever been. And a big thanks to the Briscoes. They're going to stay in AEW. See, I I do agree with you. With Vince being back in control of WWE, that puts a huge red flag and caution up to, I think, any former WWE talent that was thinking of going back and hoping to go back. Um, I just think and for the reason you mentioned right there that they were the hottest act in wrestling last year except for the company they worked for the FTR was huge on the indies they won the IWGP tag team championships for New Japan Pro Wrestling they had the AAA tag team championships for uh, AAA down in Mexico and they had the Ring of Honor tag team championships which doesn't have a TV show, but I'm not seeing them on my TV every Wednesday on Dynamite or Friday on Rampage. It's maybe once a week in a backstage vignette. They'll sprinkle them in for a month, month and a half, and then they're off TV again. And I can't see that being attractive to them anymore. I, like, In my opinion, Tony Khan has also already proved that he doesn't want to book FTR as mainstays wrong. I think that conversation is now changed drastically. I I do agree with you. I think the tragic events that happened this week changes a lot of things uh, for people and uh, uh, especially FTR who were were close with the Briscoes and did such great work with them over the past year. 
So it just, I just, I don't know what to, what to think or expect for FTR. My, my, my opinion is I think they'll go back to WWE, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I just, I, I don't see how they could. It, it, yeah, it, it's tough, man. It's really, really tough. But I just... If there is people hurt by this, mm-hmm. it, b- besides like the, the community as a whole, but it it's teams like the Young Bucks and it's teams like FTR who owe a lot to them boys. I agree. We'll have to wait and see. But okay. I, I'm, I'm disagreeing with you big time. I think the Fed is out of the question. I, I really do. Makes sense. And, uh, and, it's, it's and, and I know, and I know you're you're smart. You're smart to say that they could very much so go back to the Fed and they could have a run. Yeah, but no. Now in this this kind of climate, I just I don't see it happening. I think they will resign, and I think they will hold up the legacy to what got them there in this past year. Like 2022 was the year of FTR. Clearly, we know it. One thing that I think uh, needs to be done, um, and I guess it doesn't even need to be done publicly, and maybe this has already happened in the in uh, the backstage world of World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, so last Friday on SmackDown and this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, there was a report that Triple H came out and had a talent meeting with everybody and said, Vince is back to facilitate a possible deal or TV rights, and he's not going to be touching creative. So nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. As you, as you would, it's and kind of creative. You, yeah, you you have to do that, which is fine. But is it selfish for? I mean, I'm I'm gonna speak on behalf of like the internet wrestling community. Is it selfish to be like prove it? Give me how how can you prove this to us so we we can get that excitement back and not be like, oh man, is is Vince gonna touch the Rumble? Is he gonna touch Mania? Is he gonna fuck with Bray or Roman? Kind of thing, right? Like that's where I'm at as a wrestling fan right now. And when it comes to, you know, a team like FTR, I think they may be thinking that and looking towards that too. And I'm sure at some point they will have conversations with Hunter about, you know, is now the time to come back? And can you prove that, you know, if we do come back, will we be a mainstay? Will tag team wrestling matter? And will you be the only guy saying yes or no to these ideas that we have or we come up with? And I don't think you can. Vince runs the company. He owns the company. He can do whatever he wants. But that's just how my mind's thinking about this whole situation with FTR. Uh, like I said earlier, they are taking some time off from wrestling to heal up, to rest. And now, obviously, with the tragic news to deal with um, their feelings and mental health, uh, dealing with the loss of Jay Briscoe. And they said their contracts with AEW are up in April. So... Who knows? Very interesting to see where uh, FTR, the revival, whatever you want to call them, will end up in the world of pro wrestling uh, come this spring. Uh, too early to say, but I, I'm firm that they're staying with AEW. FTR, man, who knows where they're going to end up. But um, switching gears once again, going to go back to the Fed. I've been seeing this uh, people jumping off the bandwagon of Bray Wyatt since he's come back to WWE. Obviously, there was a lot of hype around Bray Wyatt when he came back. Uh, all the White Rabbit uh, trailers, 
the amazing music that they played in venues where WWE was, even on host shows. It wasn't on TV, but man, they had such a, a groundswell of like, what is this? It's got to be Bray Wyatt. We get Bray Wyatt back, cut some great promos, um, some heartfelt promos from Bray Wyatt. That was back in September. The guy hasn't had a match on TV yet. He's been cutting great promos. And the mind games with the Uncle Howdy character connecting with uh, Alexa mean, Bliss over on Raw. You mean Bo Dallas. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Whoever it may be. Oh, whoever it may, <laughs> may be. I pray to God it's Bo Dallas. But Well, um, you know what? Let, let's stop right there. We know who it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think they're going to come out and be like, oh, it's my brother. I think the Uncle Howdy character is uh, no different than Huskus and the witch and these other characters that were in the Firefly Funhouse. They're just figments of his imagination that we happen to see that are involved in the storyline. That's what I think. Um, but like I said, we're in January now. He came back in September, hasn't had a match on TV, cut some great promos that I personally love. I'm still fully invested in everything Bray Wyatt's doing and saying on television. He has a match coming up at the Rumble against LA Knight in a pitch black mass a match. Um, whatever that may be. It sounds like it's just gonna be a match in the kind of dark. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a match, another gimmick match. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Bray will pull it off. I'm I'm not worried about the match one bit. Uh, but what I am worried about is fans just giving up already. They've given up on Bray, they're they're impatient, they don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying we have to follow and break every code that Bray Wyatt has put out for us. There's people out there that do that. And I, I, I try to follow some of them. And even for me a little bit, I'm like, eh, I don't need that much. I need it to be a little bit more blatant for me sometimes. Um, but what Bray Wyatt's doing in the ring is one or two weeks. We're going to get the heartfelt, you know, Bray's happy to be back. He's dealing with some of uh, some things that are causing him some stresses in his world and his mind and his life. And then a week or two later, we're getting a violent promo from Bray Wyatt. We're getting an evil promo from Bray Wyatt. We're getting well, more, a little more from Uncle Howdy. And I'm, I'm in. I love it. Where is it going? I don't know. I know there's a plan, though. I don't, th I don't think any, Bray Wyatt's ever done anything in his wrestling career that doesn't have a legitimate plan, plan from beginning to end. And one of the great things about having Hunter back and running creative is that he's a big fan of the Bray Wyatt character. And I believe he fully trusts Bray to work with them, work with the creative team to come up with a great storyline. That's going to last a little while and tell a long-term story. And I think that's going to get us to mania, but with the fans jumping off and they're sick of it, they're, they're not invested. If you don't want to invest and it doesn't connect with you, that's fine. I, I won't give anyone the gears for that, but you can't say it's bad. You can't say it's not good. I think it, for me, I, I guess you can say you can say whatever you want, but I think it's fantastic. I think even if you're not fully invested and deep diving into all the codes that need to be unbroken, so things make sense a hundred percent. I think you can still enjoy it for what it is. I think you can still enjoy the performance that Bray Wyatt is giving us every week with the promos that he's cutting. Mike, last week on SmackDown, Bray Wyatt cut a hell of a promo. I'm going to play a little clip of it for you right now. Green Bay. We're here. 
And ain't it wild, man? Ain't it wild how sometimes we forget who we are? We forget what it is that made us in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but all it takes, all it takes is a little push to come along, send you in the right direction. And all of a sudden you understand all you had to do all along is revel in what you are. And just like that, man, all of a sudden it comes back to me. I remember all the things that I've lost. I remember that I am the color red in a world full of black and white. That I am the eater of worlds. That I am Uncle Howdy. I am him. I am the nagging conscience of a world that has thrown itself away to moral monsters. I am everything. I am Bray Wyatt. And I know, I know who I am, man, but who, who are you? At the Royal Rumble, it will be my true rebirth, a baptism in the dark. And as for you, L.A. Knight, know this, son, when the lights go out, you should. Run. Dude, that to me, one is a, a, a phenomenal promo. And I don't even want to call it a promo because you put that up against what other people are doing in WWE, which is, you know, trying to memorize the script and re make it sound believable and good. That's light years ahead of anything that else is going on when it comes to promos. I put that up against, and I, I think that's better than what, you know, Sometimes when Roman gets on the mic, Roman is phenomenal on the mic right now. But this, well, is, this I mean, is amazing. He's the top of the Fed. But I, I agree with you on the Brave front. We've been there since his return. Mm -hmm. And we knew it was going to be a slow burn. It's what he does. It's what he does. And, and, and for us, it's great. So good. Um, I, I've shared this clip a little bit on our socials at In My House Pod. Uh, and just the conviction, the 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 natural aggression that's on his face and his mannerisms when he speaks, it reminds me of old school wrestling. It reminds me of when I was watching wrestling as a kid, and if they weren't in a title picture, it was still a personal story. But and, you know what? That's a great question that you just you kind of brought up. Should he be in a title picture with what's happening here? Should Bray Wyatt not be with L.A. Knight? Which I know Scotty Vio loves L.A. Knight for some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, but should he not be in a bigger event picture? Not right now. Mike? I, what, what do you mean not right now? Mike? With that return, he should be. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. But I've been analyzing this for the last couple of weeks, maybe the last month in the world of world wrestling entertainment. And right now I feel like there's two versions of the WWE roster. I feel like there's the ultra realistic uh, athletes, top tier athletes that are doing their thing. And those storylines are on one side. And then there's the storylines that are a bit more gimmicky, whether it's, 
a Bray Wyatt dark type character, same with what Alexa Bliss is going through right now, or and- even as even as gimmicky as like the Goofy Alpha Academy. Yes, they are very much uh, unreal athletes, but they do the entertainment side a little bit more. And I, I, I would put Bray Wyatt in that more of entertainment storytelling. Um, I, I'm with of- you. I, I think this is entertainment. Like, and you know what? We talked about it. You know, we talked about it at length before the podcast even started. We were there from the original Bray Wyatt. This is a guy who could take over the Undertaker's spot where this works. And that's entertainment. Yes. And this is it now. Yeah, I, I think uh, the storylines have to, with what Roman and the Bloodline have been doing and doing for the last year, two years, whatever it's been, um, I don't think introducing a Supernatural-styled character into that will mix very well. I think we're going to get what we get, we're get. we kind of getting right now where people, like, you know, a certain group are just like, I'm just not following. I just don't want to see that. And you're going to get it, that with everything. But And, and you're right. You, you call a wrestling fans the best. Remember this. Scotty Via said to all of you, you hate it now, but you'll love the payoff. You will love the payoff. I don't know what we're going to get at the Rumble when it comes to the Bray Wyatt character, but everything tells me it's going to be rad. I think we're going to get a very violent and vicious Bray Wyatt fight. Will the Fiend come back? Will we see more of his characters coming out? I think so. But I think for now... We do this, we get to Mania. Then there, I think there's going to be a shift. I think we're going to see a little bit of less of Roman until SummerSlam. And then, like I've said, since Bray's come back, for me, that main event story is if Cody Rhodes is world champion, you need a he's he's you need a dark heelish character. And I think there's no one better than Bray Wyatt. No one yeah, better. I agree. I agree. I think that matches up so well, and that's what I would hope to see. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's something I want. Bray Wyatt, he was gone. He was cut from WWE. He did not work there. He came back, and I feel, I haven't read Dirties or anything about it. I just feel like he came back because they said, we trust you with this character. We want this character and you on our programming because it will get us ratings it will make everyone some money and we want your art on our programming we don't want it anywhere else why because they know it will go over like fucking gangbusters so you bring the guy back and put him on that stage i just think right now with the bloodline story being super realistic and with the rumors of where that's going to mania you can't put bray Wyatt in there yet especially when both titles are on the same guy Split those titles up, get them on different shows. Let Bray Wyatt fucking run wild on both shows for all I care. But that's that's my piece on it. I think people will jump back on. Something rad will happen. And the whole internet world will be like, this is the greatest thing ever. Thank God Bray Wyatt's back. For me, Mike, for me, I think that's going to happen. And then I'm going to be selfish and be like, give me more. I want Bray Wyatt on TV every week, wrestling every other week. I don't think that's a, maybe not the smartest thing. Maybe keep him a little bit more special. Have him fighting once a, once a month and then on a pay-per-view. But when I'm invested in a guy this much, I want to see more of them. Let me see what they can do. So I, I, I'm super curious I, I, what's coming. 
I'll, I'll say I agree with you. I think the Rumble is going to be a special time. Also, get ready for next week's podcast, everybody. We are going to break down the Rumble, but I think Bray Wyatt is a big part of that that Rumble. Mm-hmm. Big time. I, I agree. A lot of people think, and they may be right, Mike, a lot of people think that because this match is sponsored by Mountain Dew, it's going to be super hokey <laughs> and shaky. <laughs> is it because it's sponsored by Mountain Dew? It is. This match is the Mountain Dew pitch black match because they're bringing back that flavor of drink. <laughs> I just ruined everything I said about Bray Wyatt, didn't I? By just mentioning the yeah. <laughs> Do the do. <laughs> ah, shit. But you're there are... right. <laughs> Listen, we've been through some pretty goofy Bray Wyatt matches. Yeah. We, we have. But, but we're ready to do the do. we're so stoked bro i hope bray stomps those landings brah bray's going to the x games (laughs) (laughs) um the one thing i'm curious about is is in other promos leading up to this he's mentioned the fiend he's mentioned that the evil that's tormenting him inside has made him to not feel pain which was the fiend character see scotty we talked about this um after um he had debuted that I was saying he, he should live up to every character. Like Bray will be every character. I think so too. I think I, 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 I thought I was booking the fed. I'm looking to go booker of the year for 2023, but Ooh. be every, be everyone. And I know you, you had said, like he said, he's uncle howdy. I, I just don't think it'll be the case. I, I think uncle howdy comes out in the rumble. Interesting. I I like to see it because I don't know if Bray's in the actual match. I want him to be, but then guess what? We've seen it before where you have a match on that card. You still can show up in the rumble. Can we talk about Brock Lesnar? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That's true. Um, Do you think Mike at mania? Do you think the Bray Wyatt character Bray Wyatt would benefit more from a match at Mania, whether it's gimmicky or not, or a cinematic styled match. We we're past this cinematic match. Like we we are out of COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think Bray Wyatt will have a match at Mania. I think Bray Wyatt will be on the card at Mania. He will he will perform in front of a live audience at WrestleMania. The last time he did, though, which well, was the last time we saw the fiend. Let's let's not <laughs> let's let's not. Because it wasn't great. No, but I I don't put that on the man. I put that on creative. He had to do what was handed to him that Vince signed off on and said, this is what you got to do. This is what we're doing. This is the angle we're going with. And then eventually the fiend goes away. Bray Wyatt gets cut and Alexa Bliss is evil for a few months. We, um, we talked about the Bray Wyatt cutting, though. I think things happened. Personal life. Yeah. yeah. Brody Lee obviously was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why. And it happened, but who knows? WrestleMania is a two night event. Yeah. I, it, could you do anything, something on both? Anything nights? happens at WrestleMania. Start, start a story, a cinematic story on night one and then finish it in the ring night two. Oh, I like that. I I'm actually for that. That's great booking. Yeah. That's by a uh, book of the year. 2022. Oh God so, damn it. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm not celebrating the same way you are right now, but I'm just saying oh, I'm Cody Rhodes will be there though. <laughs> In the main event, main event. It's, he's, ooh, I'm not going to say it. 
Save it for the next week's show for the Rumble preview. Yeah. But... Well, yeah, get ready. <laughs> well, you Cody I... Rhodes fans, get ready. Um, dude, I'm excited for the Rumble. I'm pumped for the Rumble. I'm excited to see how this dark uh, pitch black match goes with Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Real excited about it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, now. <laughs> fans, let us know what you think. Uh, regarding Bray Wyatt, I really want to hear from you. Are you in? Are you out? Are you just laying low? Let's see what happens. I need to know. Mike needs to know. I I will say this now. I'm with you, Scotty Bia. Nice. I I like where you're at with Bray. I think it should be a slow burn, mm-hmm. regardless of LA Knight or not. I think this is good for Bray Wyatt storytelling to be longer winded. Don't get him in the ring right away. You don't have to. Let's build that character. Let's let's reestablish Bray Wyatt. I, I completely. And it agree. does. It, it doesn't happen in weeks. This takes a while. I'm gonna say something that's said on uh, good old Bustin' Open Radio a lot oh, of times. God damn it! <laughs> but I think in this match, Bray Wyatt goes over. Ellie Knight gets over. I think both guys oh. will come out of this looking even better than they were before. For and... you, you can only hope. Yes. I think after Mania, they're pushing LA Knight to the moon in, in the, uh, I'd say mid-card status. But yeah, I think he'll be fighting for the US or the IC title, whatever brand he's on. Um, I think he'll be a mainstay guy, kind of like Austin Theory is, or the way they're using the Judgment Day. You will see a lot of LA Knight um, coming out of Mania, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, let yep. us know what you think. We're uh, on the socials at In My House Pod. Uh, Mike, it's been, uh, we're ending the show on a fun note, but Obviously, our, our our thoughts and hearts are are with Jay Briscoe's family. Hundred uh, percent. It, it's it's a tough goal, but both Mike and I will be watching Briscoe matches this weekend, and we hope you are too. If you are, let us know what you're watching. We'd love to know it. Send us some gems. Send us some stuff that maybe we don't know about. Damn it, it sucks. You 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 said it best. Um, as much as we carried on and we we love the fed and we love wrestling but this show is for jay briscoe can't uh can't end it any better rest in peace jay briscoe nothing but uh, love thoughts and prayers to you and your family this has been the in my house pro wrestling podcast <laughs>